welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Danica, and today we are going to be discussing Love is Blind, episodes 5 and 6. So, as mentioned in the last episode, we are going to be doing episode 5 with just me, where we will also list all of the couples at the end. And then we are going to be doing episode six with Sharon. So nothing else to discuss on the top of the episode. Let's just hop right in to Love is Blind, season six, episode five. She lied to me. I also don't understand, but again, I'm I'm actually starting to record this before I've actually finished the episode. So that's probably why. So we left off with episode four where we saw Chelsea going into a pod and she is actually entering the pod with Jimmy. And I'm thinking, oh my God, if this was like Bachelor, the first person who shows up is the one who's being broken up with, right? So then she's going to be picking the other guy. Not so much. So he then goes down on a knee. And she's initially unaware that he's down on a knee, actually. But he does say, like, you're it. This is it. I love you, blah, blah. Will you marry me? And she says, yes. And I said, what the fuck? What about Trevor? She has decided to marry this man before she's even had a chance to talk to Trevor first. And I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I'm confused. At the very least, I'm confused. I feel like this isn't the right decision. I think she should have talked to Trevor first. But she now tells Jimmy that she loves him. So there's that. Okay, so that's our fourth couple. So we do have one more coming. But before we get to that, Chelsea needs to talk to Trevor. So. She immediately goes into, you're a phenomenal person. You would fit it right in with me, but I cannot give you all of me right now. Right now. So we can give all of you to him later? I'm confused. (laughs) He asks, so are you giving it all to someone else then? And she says, yes. And he asks, do you have a reason why? But no. She doesn't. She doesn't have any clue. And he's very confused um, because he's like, you chose a guy. He was unsure about you, but I am sure about you. So what the fuck? <laughs> Which I totally understand. I mean, it doesn't change anything necessarily. Again, this is the experiment. You are going to have people who have other connections. Um, But I do hear what he's saying. And he tells her, would my speech have changed your mind? Because I had a good speech. <laughs> um, And she kind of says, I don't know. But I think he's starting to catch on. He's like, did you say yes to him already? She says yes. And he's like, would you have said yes to me if I went first? Complete silence. And 
I don't know how to take her silence personally. It could go either way. It could be she doesn't want to break his heart, which she's already fucking doing, so might as well just do it. Or if her silence is, I really don't know. Because she said she was 50-50 on them, so I don't know what her silence means. However, he takes her silence as that's not a great answer for him, meaning Jimmy. Because if you're 100% sure of Jimmy, you would have just said no, it wouldn't have made a change. But instead, you're silent. So, and he tells her, you know, don't be sorry. This is life. You love someone else, or better yet, you love someone, period. Someone else, period. Um, he says that, um, I probably tapped my bracelet about a hundred times, but I guess that was probably annoying. Oh, oh, Trevor, I feel so bad for, for him in this moment because I think like, I don't know. I feel bad. Anyways, um, but he just didn't see a heartbreak coming. He says, you know what? Um, I just don't want to cry in the quarters right now, so I'm going to stay here in the pots for a bit, but you can leave. I'm fine. She says, um, just wanted you to know how hard it was for me. And his response to that is, bye, Chelsea. So, I don't know. I feel bad for Trevor. I feel bad for Jessica. I don't know. But nonetheless, that is it. That's that's what's happening. And that's the other, that is our fourth couple. So we are going to gonna start working on the fifth couple. Then we have Jeremy and Sarah Ann. He is overwhelmed by everything and all of this, which is understandable. He says right off the bat that I'm moving forward with the other dates, meaning Laura. There is no reason that he's choosing it to go this way. Well, I think there is a reason because when you say to somebody that your physical or yeah, I guess more so the sexual tension outweighs the emotional connection you have with somebody. And then when you have the emotional connection with somebody else and probably the sexual tension with somebody else, that's probably why you're going with the other person. Like, let's be real here. Um, so she says, like, I wasn't expecting this, which of course not, because she kind of went into like the quarters being so confident saying, oh yeah, I'm marrying him. And see, that's, see, that shows you the differences between some of these women where like Chelsea is like, I'm going to be respectful of Jessica and not like blab about my date with Jimmy. Whereas Sarah Ann has no respect for anybody and just blabs to everybody where Laura will hear her about her dates with Jimmy, with Jeremy, sorry. Like, geez to the differences of people. Anyway, um, she says that she feels foolish 
and he says that he does have feelings for her and he's making uh, a decision and he's, he's being forced to. Well, yes, the timeline of the pods would force you into making a decision, but you can't live in the pods forever. Eventually, you need to make a decision. <laughs> like, that's just how this works. You can't, oh, okay. Anyway, um, he said he wouldn't do this experience again because it's just so stressful to him. And obviously, I just said before, he's overwhelmed by everything. Um, but she definitely would. She would do this again. Um, because, you know, ultimately she did meet him. So, you know, despite the fact that it didn't go her way, she would do it again. And she says, um, she asks, could I have done anything differently now? And I, I don't know enough about Sarah Ann to dislike her, but I know enough that I don't particularly, she's not my cup of tea, but never, ever, ever ask a man, did I do something wrong or could I have changed something? Why can't it be, can't he have changed something? You know, you did nothing wrong. You did, well, I wouldn't, you did what was right for you. I wouldn't have, you know, led with my sexuality, I guess. I don't even know if that's what happened, if that's just, you know, organically between them, it just happened that way. And she didn't necessarily lead that way. But it, um, you didn't do anything wrong. This is just, this is the experiment. You're going to have multiple, maybe connections, and you're going to have to narrow it down to the one. And unfortunately, you just were not the one. That's okay, though you can find someone else who could have been the one. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel for women when they feel like, did I do something? Like, no, we didn't. Men just suck. That's all. But anyway, um, she says that, um, sorry, he says no, She's like, okay, well, I'm going to go now and I will probably see you again because that's the show. Sarah Ann um, goes into the quarters and tells Laura, it's you. And Laura gets up and she hugs Sarah Ann. Again, just the, the camaraderie of these women is so amazing. I love seeing it. I kind of go back to like, the bachelor where we're not seeing that right now and i love this i love seeing this honestly yes i i'm always here for the drama but this kind of drama i love i love it i don't like when i see women being mean to just be mean and not knowing when to stop i don't like that like if you're gonna be you know maybe a little mean to somebody because then it's needed that's fine but when you're constantly mean to somebody, I don't like that. So when I see this and how women are so amazing to each other, despite the fact that they all know that they're dating the same guy, I love that. I love it. Okay. So, um, Laura says, I didn't say anything for a reason because she didn't want her to feel hurt or anything so that's why she chose not to say anything 
So, now, Jeremy is meeting Laura. And, uh, like in the pod still. And he says, you know what, I really think in numbers. He says, you know, there is like a billion, eight or seven, seven or eight billion people in the world. And what are the odds that I would find the one that was meant for me? Like, it's, you know, very cute. He's, he's very analytical, but he's making it very cute and romantic. Um, and he's like, you have more of a chance to win the lottery, not once, not twice, but like multiple times. He then tells her that I chose you to be my person. Um, last night, actually, he says he made that decision. See, Jimmy, one makes a decision the night before, not the day of, like you want us to think. Anyways. Um, is it made it last night? And then he asks her to marry him, and she says yes. And she says, Did I just find my baby daddy? <laughs> when one finds their baby daddy, it just changes things, of course. Um but maybe 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 she has. Spoiler alert, I have seen the sixth episode, so I'm a little unsure. <laughs> But don't worry, my predictions are based on before I watch the sixth episode, so not to worry. Um, so we got Jimmy and Chelsea now seeing each other, and he says something about being, um, oh yeah, saying something about like being a part of the process and all of this, and you know how. I think what was supposed to happen is that he was supposed to say how it's brought him to Chelsea. However, instead, in the in the moment interview, he's saying Jess. He accidentally slips and says Jess. Now, it's you know honest mistake, but again, these get recorded after. It gets recorded after, right? So I, I don't know if that was just a honest to God mistake that was made or if he really ends up with Jessica at the end of this and not Chelsea. Based on what I'm seeing in the sixth episode, I could see that actually happening. Like, but, or he wishes he would have picked Jessica. And then initially instead of Chelsea, which I think that could happen too, but we won't go too far ahead right now. We're still on the fifth episode, but I, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> my dude, like, <laughs> you should have picked Jess then. Anyway, she says she still needs to throw up. I said, girl, listen, can you just throw up then? Because this is getting annoying. Not every situation you need to, if, again, some, saying something like, I'm going to pass out, or I'm going to throw up, or whatever, that's all like, and you're actually not going to do any of those things. It's very, uh, it's very high school. I feel like I said shit like that in high school when I never actually felt that way. Listen, there are times where my emotions, with respect to my romantic 
situations or whatever have brought me to want to throw up, but usually not for good reasons. I almost threw up when I found out my ex-husband was actually going to be having a baby with the woman he cheated on me with. Now that's a moment when you think you're going to pass out and or throw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just, it just feels juvenile when she keeps saying it. And it's like, okay, like enough. There's no more. Enough's enough now. Anyway, um, then the doors open and she's like, I can't run. I can't run. But she does run to him and he tells her that she's gorgeous and that, and you know, they kiss and she tells him that he's handsome. And what I noticed with her meeting with him versus all the others um, and then we haven't seen Jeremy and Laura's at this point yet, but I'm, I am going to use that too, because obviously, like I said, I saw the sixth episode already. They, she was so animated, kind of jumping up and down like a schoolgirl. It felt very, I'm not saying fake because I don't think it was fake, but what I am going to say, it, it felt it felt like she, like she felt she had to put that on to look, to be like cute to him or something. I don't know, but it was very weird. It felt very awkward. It felt again, juvenile. I, I don't, to me, watch, cause I'm, I'm a cold hearted bitch, honestly, but like, I will love you half to death, but I am a cold hearted bitch. I am, but <laughs> I'm not mean, I swear to God, but I just don't have patience for certain things. And watching her like that, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, be cool, be calm. This is the first time he's meeting you. First impressions are everything. And I'm like, what? Like, this is weird. I'm, I understand being excited. You can be excited. But I feel like, I don't know, it's just, it was, mm, it was weird. That's the only way I can describe it. It felt weird. I don't know why, but it did for me. He's like, because <laughs> he keeps talking about how she looks, not that she looks bad. He says he is attracted to her. But let's just say the Megan Fox of it all comes up quite a bit between the end of this episode into the next. He doesn't say anything to her, but it does come up. So yeah, he says something about how um things are quite not how she like how they talked about. Sorry guys, my voice. Yeah, she she says something about like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, you know, just, you know, some, some things. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's the Megan Fox world. Before he even said it, I knew that it was because of that. So, yeah, she's like, she's like, I almost passed out again. You know, you're not, you're not passing out. Anyway, he tells her that he was thinking about what he wants and he wanted to go home. He says he, he actually thought about going home. You know why? Because I think he's realizing, and we see that kind of going forward, 
I think he's realizing, fuck, I made a mistake. That's what I think. Because at the end of the day, he did not choose Jessica because he isn't feeling her or that I think he could potentially even love her. I don't think, I don't think he is, I don't think he picked Jessica because of the fact that she has a daughter. That's the only reason. But I'm starting to wonder if he thinks shit. Like, I probably could have actually lived with that. I think I could have gone past the initial fear of that. Because again, the pods are only 10 days long. He had just figured this out over a week ago or whatever. And that's like, that's a lot to process in a short amount of time. But I am starting to wonder if like, he's like, hmm, no, maybe I could have looked past that. But I just didn't give myself the chance to do it. That's what I think. I think he would have gone home and try to find Jessica. That's what I think he would try to do. Anyway, he says nothing against you, though. Nothing against you. Just, you know, overwhelmed by everything. But he says he feels okay now. He says that she uh, lied to him, though. Do you want to know why? Because a girl looks nothing like Megan Fox. So, sir, did you pick Chelsea because you thought, based on what she told you, that she looks like Megan Fox, that then shows me you're shallow as fuck. That's what that shows me. Sir, there is no one else out there looking like Megan Fox. If anything, I mean, Jessica doesn't have necessarily the body of of Megan Fox, but her face, she's gorgeous. She looks closer to a Megan Fox than Chelsea does. Like, I, I, <laughs> anyway, he is gonna need that EpiPen to clear his airways when he sees her. <laughs> so good. But it's, yeah, I feel like that's why he picked Chelsea. It was all about the fact that, oh my God, she tells me she looks like Megan Fox. And that's all it is. You're shallow as fuck. Not okay. This is not fucking okay. Um, but she didn't lie to you. Technically, she did tell you, I don't look like Megan Fox. I don't think I look like Megan Fox. I personally think no one has ever told her she looks like Megan Fox. I don't think a single fucking person ever told her that. I think she just made that up because she wants to look like Megan Fox. I don't know. She's a very beautiful girl. But I can tell she's very self-conscious about herself. And yeah. But you know, don't look at Megan Fox. Please. Anyway. Um, nonetheless, he says that I am attracted to her. And I can work with that. The last thing you want to fucking hear from the person who is supposed to be with you, who's supposed to love you, who is supposed to now be your husband in, in the next four weeks is I can work with that. For fuck's sakes. Lord. Anyway, he gets her the ring and that's basically that. We're done with them. Now it's Jeremy and Laura's turn. She's also going to pass out too. You know what? I'll give you that because you don't usually say that. But she says, you, when they, sorry, when they, 
open the doors and actually that did happen in this episode of a sex episode anyways doors open and she says that he is handsome he says that she looks better than anything he could have imagined he says what i was imagining was you know maybe an eyeball on the forehead and maybe like your nose on your shoulder or something like he's just like was picturing really weird things um she says that you have big hands and he's like yep big hands big feet you know what i mean mm, yeah mm-hmm. apparently a court well we're not gonna get there yet we'll wait <laughs> we'll wait until we get to the sixth episode but anyway they're kissing and i guess all kind of went well for them so now guys we're headed to the dr so we're with chelsea and jimmy first he's like um once we've entered into the dr he says he forgot what she looked like um but he does however have a bone to pick with her and that had to do with her telling people that he loved her which i don't understand why that would have fucking mattered you've made your choice the minute you told chelsea that you loved her you made your choice so why the fuck would that have mattered interesting that that this is the bone you want to pick with her and in her defense she does say to him no i only told a few people and you know I never said anything, Jessica. I didn't even say anything out loud to anybody else. In all honesty, we all know what happened. It was Laura going to Jessica, but Laura actually didn't even say anything about what Jimmy actually said to Chelsea. It's just Jessica's a smart fucking woman and put two and two together. That's all. But anyway, he says he believes her. And he still claiming he never made a decision which i don't fucking buy that but okay and he's like i don't want to blame her but you know her problem solving skills don't really mesh with mine i'm sorry what her problem solving skills how about you've been fucking with her and playing with her this entire fucking time because you knew the moment she told you she was a mother that you didn't want to be with someone who has quote-unquote baggage that's that's all it is to it but you're you're let's let's blame the woman let's blame her for the reason why it went the way it did because he literally says to her you know because of how she handled that last conversation before the breakup was kind of probably the deciding factor for him because god forbid a woman has a voice fuck this guy honestly so he also says he has an issue with her saying that he ruined her experience now maybe that was a stretch however she hyper focused on you and you weren't honest with her then he brings up her comment um you know on her looks about the whole EpiPen situation which is just one of my favorite lines he says you know that wasn't the experience you know it wasn't based on her looks but what i also wrote down here was that okay so you're upset with jessica for you know making it about the looks When you're mad that Chelsea doesn't actually look like Megan Fox, 
fuck this. Fuck, seriously, fuck him. I'm so done with him. Anyway, Chelsea does look completely unimpressed at this point, but if you noticed, when he made the comment about the looks, that Jessica, Jessica made the comment about looks, she completely woke up and she's like, what do you mean? What'd she say? Because she's instantly thinking that, oh, did she say something about me? Because of how I look? This girl is so insecure. It's actually painful to see how insecure she actually is. Anyway, he says that he had zero idea of what um, Chelsea looked like. Which again, true, but at the same time, you had a hope that she looked like Megan fucking Fox. Because you are just, yeah, you're shallow like I've been saying. Anyway, later on, Jimmy just kind of says that he has psoriasis. Um, so, okay. What did he notice about her? She asks him. And he says, I will keep it PG and says her teeth, which is a very weird response. But she's like, she, throughout this, really doesn't know when to let that go. She keeps harping on it. So she says that she noticed his eyes, but she's like, I really want to know what you actually noticed because you said you weren't going to keep a PG. So what did you actually notice? And he says, well, I noticed that, um, you have big boobs. So, and doesn't, that's just meant for you. Anyways, she's like, I guess, I guess she doesn't really like, I don't know, the teeth answer because she won't shut up about it. She kind of says, oh, I had braces for nine years. And she says she pulled out her permanent retainer, which is like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Anyway, she keeps asking him at this point about if he likes her. Even when he does validate her, she continues to keep asking him, like, it's not enough. And this was the start of, oh, okay. All right, then. This is not going to go good. And she's like, do you like me more in the pods than you do now? And I'm just like, wait a minute. This, like, again, if you're insecure, you're insecure. There's nothing that can be done about that. But I mean, this is, this is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Anyway, we have just kind of quick things with, with each of the other couples, and then we will be done with this episode. So, Laura and Jeremy, um, she says, you have a normal size neck. <laughs> then he makes fart, fart noises, and you can tell that he's very goofy, and she's loving it. That's fine. Amy and Johnny said he didn't realize, um, that having your breath taken away would actually last for like 15 minutes. He figured it only lasts for a minute or two. So he's definitely fallen. 
Aiden Clay. He is loving the bathing suit that she had on, and I figured he would because he's him. And he says he doesn't even know um, men. He does, sorry, he doesn't realize that men wear rings when they get married. But what we kind of realize here was, I'm like, idiot. What we realize here is that he thought he would wear a ring that looks like her ring. And it's like, no, sir, it's just a band. That's all you wear. <laughs> this guy doesn't even have the basic knowledge of what a wedding looks like or what a marriage looks like, which just kind of goes to show you this man has never thought about it. Ever. Anyway, she says she's open to have sex with him. Please don't have sex with him. Not yet, anyways. Make him fucking work for it. But I feel that like she's just not gonna let him work for it. Anyway, Kenneth Brittany. He says what he would like to do at night, kind of have like a nightly ritual between them, is he wants to unpack the day. He wants to know how she feels. Um, and how she feels about him. And she says, Okay, well, let's do it. She says, I don't have the ick, so that's great. <laughs> She's like, um, I noticed that our water bill is going to be really high because between the two of them, they really love to run the water. So that's basically that for them. Um, and then we kind of just see everybody get ready for bed and that's kind of the end of the episode. Let's go over the couples that we have going into the sixth episode, as mentioned with Sharon, we will do the predictions with her um, in the sixth episode, which was in this episode, guys. So just keep listening. Um, so let's go into the couples first. So we have number one, Johnny and Amy. Okay. Next, Brittany and Kenneth. Then we have Clay and AD. Then we have Jimmy and Chelsea. And Jeremy and Laura. Those are our five couples. We actually have five couples going into this, not like the fifth season where we only had three and then they got narrowed down to two in less than a day. But, um, yeah, that is, that is our couples. And yeah, that's basically it. For the fifth episode, we're going to take a little break here and we will hop into the final episode in just a little bit. Okay, everyone, so we're back to the sixth episode and as promised, I have Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi. (laughs) Happy to be back. Finally, because of course, this is the only show that we both watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was even, honestly, to be fair, like after last season, I was just like, do I even want to indulge in this show anymore? I mean, I think the, like, the census for everybody, the consensus is fifth season sucked. It really sucked to the point where no one really gives a shit anymore about them. And did you notice we didn't have an after the altar? Yeah. For the because, fifth I mean, season. Isn't it just like one couple? It's just one couple. And it's a couple we don't care about. And it's a couple we don't care about. 
Actually, and I, I didn't. I was actually going to save this for a different episode. Um, but um, Milton and Lydia actually are long distance currently. Hits. He went. Is it California? He went to. He went to California. He's in school, getting another, another degree. Oh, and wow. she stayed back. Yeah. I'm surprised that they're handling that. I, she says they're handling it's not easy. She says, but like, so they're, they're handling it. And I'm like, that's not going to last. This is yeah. already to begin with. It was never going to last. But then at the fact that they're long distance and she seems to be a pretty needy woman. Yeah. I don't see that. I don't see that lasting like at all. No, I barely, I barely kept in touch with my friends when I'm in school, let alone a whole ass relationship. Seriously, like a know. lot of my friendships probably deteriorated during school. Yeah. Like, it's just, you don't really keep up. You're just with in that. a different world. Absolutely. Well, I guess good luck to them. So let's just kind of go into just generally speaking with the episode. Um, well, with the the, ser- the season so far. Yeah. How do you feel about it so far? Oh, such a loaded question. Here we go. <laughs> um, it's, it's, honestly, I feel like this, these, this bunch, they're... Um, What's the word? They're just chatty, blunt personalities. You know, I feel like they're, a lot of them, this is what I'm meant to say, a lot of them have no filter, mm-hmm. which will make this season very interesting because there's many men out there in this season that just have word vomit. And like they say things or I'm like, there's no way you just said that or there's no way you're talking like that. And then it just it just gets so messy due to the fact that they 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 just vomit out words because they're so awkward, which is really interesting. And mm-hmm. I feel that's um that's like a a messy but good reality, um, like thing to have, yeah, um, trait to have. But all in all, like my opinion on the season, I mean, it has me it has me clicking next episode. So it is doing something. I am curious to see um, what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. Do I like the options? I do. I actually do like the ladies because I feel like they're I, all very, very different. I love the ladies. And also, like I kind of actually mentioned in the when I do recording of the fourth episode as well as the fifth episode is they're also so great to each other. Which is yeah. so great to see, especially like with me watching for those people who also listen to Bachelor recaps. We're not getting that at all in Bachelor right now because the women are so mean to each other currently. Mm-hmm. And I think in ways that I've never seen before. And it's so great to kind of see these women just be so kind to each other and be aware of each other which we've actually never seen even in this show either. So I love that. Yeah, there's no, like, specific click because, like, they're all looking out for one another in some way without, like, disrespecting the other person, Yeah, you know, which was, like, which was refreshing to see. 
Um, I think the men are <laughs> going to be chaotic and they're not going to be thinking with their heads and like the logic for them is out the window like like you're going to just be like it's common sense not to do that but they don't have the common sense is what I'm getting from the men um so we shall see how that goes um and uh, there was one other thing that I had opinion on and I completely I have I have more questions to ask of you because we obviously didn't we're not going to see certain things in this episode yeah. that I oh, was yeah. like I gotta talk to you about this mm-hmm. um but yes I think the men are definitely some of the men are problematic especially mm-hmm. with the final men that we have the final five men that we have I mean I like Johnny I do like Kenneth as a person but that's I like Jeremy too, to an extent, but that's kind of it. I did like Jimmy. I don't anymore. <laughs> Fuck Clay. We'll get to him. <laughs> but like, I didn't. Okay. So let's kind of go back a little bit more though. Let's go back before we hop into this. Okay. Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> Matthew really. Um. Okay, so you know me. Mm-hmm. Your listeners know me from last season. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl who gives um, too much grace <laughs> to the wrong people. And when Matthew came on, I was just like, okay, yeah, this guy, I thought he was just going to be comedic, comedic relief for like the first five minutes that we met him on TV, mm-hmm. where I'm like, you are too analytical. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know why you're here. Like, you what are you doing in terms of how you're talking to people and then leaving the room? Oh, hold on. Give me one second. a question from 1 to 15. Which I thought was hilarious. The questions of 1 to 15? Yeah, I remember he had questions from 1 to 15 and he was like, I have 15 questions, so pick a number and I'll ask you the question. And then what I loved was Jessica when she's like, when she answers what her question it was and she's like, what about you? And he's like, Oh, I just thought I would ask the questions. I wasn't actually expecting to answer the questions. And I'm like, oh my God, no. This guy literally thought he's going to an interview. Like, and he's just yeah. the interviewer. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, even when you do a regular like job interview, you're yeah. still interviewing the company too. Like, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly he doesn't. Um, no, he's honestly. He's genuinely, he's just an enigma. Like, I'm, he, I, I did fall for it. I will, I was not the only one. I was bamboozled. When he started talking, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to to tell Tanika, like, this guy is a man of few words, but he, Mm -hmm. when he speaks, OMG, does he speak? And then five seconds later, bamboozled. I couldn't believe it. But that's the thing. You're not the only one that I got, I got, sucked into i think my exact words were screw you love is blind for making me believe in matthew because i did, <laughs> I did. and yeah. you're not the only one even um because i once i record i will listen to reality gaze because they're also covering it yeah and they too were fooled by matthew yeah. um so well except for maddie because maddie doesn't get fooled by men no more because He's been fooled one too many times, but mm. they were also fooled by, for the most part, by him too. So it's like, we all believed Matthew. 
Yeah. Um, what he had such he... great like potential. Then he started talking about uh, his like little redemption arc when he started talking about oh my god that oh reminded uh, me america's of on guy. my side remember the asian oh, guy who put the, yes. the teardrops in <laughs> yes him oh my god yeah i know no i don't dog i know america loves an underdog when he starts saying that i'm like oh okay but even before he, that though when he was like when it came out that amber and ad are being told the exact same thing Mm-hmm. And then, like it's one okay, and I gotta I, I said this too. It's one thing when you are one person, you have one life, you have one story. There's going to be overlap of what you're telling each person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But this was different. It was like you're telling them the same thing to suck them in. Yes, yes, and that's manipulative. Mm-hmm. And when Ad confronts him. He literally is like, that's not true. I didn't tell her that. When Amber literally said that you did, where yeah. else did Amber get that from? Unless mm-hmm. it was from you. Yeah. And then that's when the whole America lives in her dog situation kind of started to come in. And I'm like, oh my God. And I loved that AD was able to see the issues in that. But yeah. then she also had clay. Yeah, her options weren't that great. Like it was either choose one of them, which are both like five out of ten, or go home alone. And she just did not want to go home alone. She didn't want to go home alone. She uh her pickers all the way off, unfortunately. I really like AD, but her pickers her pickers off. Girl, 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 let me tell you something. The second my girl said Oh, like when I see a red flag, I'll just paint my finger, finger like my fingers red too. I was like, "Yeah, girl, that's doing. why you're still We're single." Because yeah. you're going after these men, like. And the thing is, my girl, I think she was part of the conversation where they're like, "Oh, we're not choosing potential. Like, you have to be, you got to be there, you know." Mm-hmm. And then it's like we're not going for potential anymore. And then my girl went straight to potential like i know and i i understand because in episode six we kind of get an understanding of like where that stems from for her um but clearly she needs more time to not make the same mistakes because she's making those same mistakes that she spoke about in therapy so and that's the thing like you're clearly not learning much from the therapy my girl because you're still doing the same and that is the thing when she kind of makes that comment of you know i i've learned from therapy which is in this episode but she's like i've learned from the therapy that you know i have daddy issues and i keep making the same mistakes and she's making it seem like she's not making currently the same mistake (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you're making the same mistake girl You, you you're trying to tell yourself that you're not and i'm sorry but like clay isn't a fuck boy he just he's here for all of the wrong reasons if you have a man under this situation or even what not even a situation any situation literally telling you even if the emotional connection is there if i'm not physically attracted to you basically if i don't want to fuck you then i'm not going to stay with you yeah and i'm just like okay and that clearly bothered her 
And because Matthew didn't work out, you're still going to stick with Clay? Like, Because the because Clay's redemption was stronger than Matthew's redemption in comparison of the two of them. Right. You know? But I also think Clay is putting shit on. I think he is trying to mold himself to be exactly what she needs him or wants him to be. But I don't mm -hmm. think it's genuine and I don't think it's going to last because of it. I've it's it's definitely like I don't know if I would say like it's not genuine or whatever but it's short mm. it's definitely short-lived like it's like yes you have the maybe you have the intentions to do this thing but it's the way it's coming about is not gonna last it's not long term it's just it's just such a short-term intention you know yeah. where it, it will at some point it's gonna get exhausting and then he'll go back to the way he was because my guy said he has a huge ego and like everyone knows like once you have like if you have a huge ego that in itself is so hard to like break down um so it's like easier to like digest you know like once you have a big ego like one two things are not going to change you like that it takes it takes a lot of effort to change that about a person because ego is such a strong, strong trait. Yeah. And that's the thing is like he says, like, I do have this big ego. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's great to have confidence, but when someone says they have an ego and you could see how his ego was being shattered when he found out Matthew. Yeah. He was talking to Matthew. What the yeah. Matthew has nothing on me. That's kind of the attitude he had. And it's just like, sir, like you're not like it's like how dare she ever want to speak to anyone else but me? Look at me. That's basically what it felt like. And I'm just like, you're not the okay, is he cute? Yes. But you're you're not the only person that mm -hmm. she's necessarily gonna form a, a connection with. Like I said. Clay is the kind of guy that you have sex with once or twice or whatever, <laughs> and that's it. You don't talk. I, I know a Clay. I knew a Clay. I yeah. had sex with a Clay, but I did not date the Clay. Mm -hmm. We just went our separate ways naturally after we had our fix. That's yeah. it. That is what you do with a Clay. You don't stick with the Clay. Clay is the type of person. Clay is the type of person that he he thinks that, like, okay, sure, maybe he wants a like a actual long term relationship, and he's just like, you know what, like, I'll like go on a reality show because like I'll be on TV, but then I'll also like get some sort of relationship out of it. Like, I think he saw like a win win opportunity, but he's a type of guy who who like has like the biggest scar that needs stitches but instead he'll put a bandage on top of it mm -hmm. you know like it's he just thinks yeah. that i'll just go and get a girl from this show and it'll work out when it's like buddy like whatever you're whatever you're trying to chase or whatever you're trying to gain like it's not it's not that simple one plus one does not equal two here you know like you're doing bed mass and you're just you know and it should be bed mass, but you're doing simple additions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's clear. Yeah. And again, like, if he 
has something kind of holding him back whether you know some some life thing or whatever that's mm-hmm. holding him back that he needs to work through then maybe you do need to do therapy and i know you know especially with men in general but in particular black men Go get the mental help that you need if that's what you need to do. Not saying that's necessarily him, but he seems to be open to doing couples therapy, Mm -hmm. which is great. But couples therapy isn't going to do much of anything unless you're doing individual therapy alongside that. And I have a feeling like he wouldn't want to do individual therapy. Yeah. But... So we'll get into them a little more, but what about this whole drama between what is the square that is Jimmy, Trevor, Chelsea, and Jessica? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, um I think let me talk about let me talk about the ladies, okay? Okay. Um I think for one, Chelsea, I'll keep I'll keep both of them short because <laughs> there's not much to say to understand my opinions on the two of them. So when it comes to Chelsea, what's a, what annoys me about Chelsea is that I'm seeing two different personalities from her. I'm seeing a pod Chelsea where she was more understanding, she was more compu- communicative, she was um uh she, you know, she just seemed like she was more confident being behind a wall. Um, yes. And then now I'm seeing Chelsea at the resort and she's needy. Um, she's, you know, she clearly has, uh, like, and she speaks about abandonment issues, like, um, in terms of, like, she's just never felt like she she was loved by a man. She's always been bullied by a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, like, obviously in the pod, it was great. She had two men chasing her and now finally with one but like she's so like all her insecurities are coming out now mm-hmm. where we like never really seen that in the pod um no and that's true maybe it's, maybe it's the edits but all in all whatever i'm just you know i don't know but i'm seeing two different personalities and that's what i do not like about her because it's a little bit manipulative you know for you to hide this part um or not show it as much and then now it's like here full blast and it's just like girlfriend like uh, what more do you want and like i hate what i what i also dislike a lot is when people change the narrative of the story and it's like buddy everything's on camera how are you changing the whole like you know the context of your story when everything's being recorded no chelsea chelsea okay i mean what i'll say about chelsea is i don't think it's necessarily manipulative I think she was able to hide herself behind the wall because, you know, and also like her comment about people think I look like Megan Fox. I'm thinking my girl, no, no, you don't. And that <laughs> Jimmy did back. take that out of context though. But that's the thing too. They're being playful and cute about like, what celebrity do you look like? Or what people think that you look like? And to give her the benefit of the doubt, she did say, I don't think I look like Megan Fox. And he yeah. took that and ran with that, which we'll I'll add that kind of in a little in a little bit. But yeah. with Chelsea, I think like she had the comfort of the pod. 
And I don't think it was necessarily manipulative that now her insecurities are coming out. I just think like, I think Chelsea needed therapy, not a husband, to fix her insecurities. Because I don't know who needs to hear it, but ladies, men do. Men cannot fix your insecurities. Mm -hmm. They just can't. And if your insecurities are that bad, there's nothing that a man can say or do that will ever make you feel confident in yourself. Yeah, it's just not possible. The yeah. the man can only add to whatever security or confidence you have. They can't give it to you. So, I think that's maybe why she came on here thinking, "Oh, he can fix my insecurities, or this man will fix my insecurities." But no, he's not because the constant validation she needs it's exhausting. Yeah, for me as the viewer eventually it's going to be exhausting for him mm-hmm. if it's not already yeah but, yeah i agree um what about jessica what do you think about her okay jessica um you know you 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 get what you see you know like i feel like her personality really showed from the get-go um she had some interesting traits where um i think it was a little bit like dramatic she's 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 a drama she's drama she is drama you know yeah and at least at least she owns it and i will admit like yeah like i you know she she was just like a whatever character to me like i'm just like okay yeah you could get you could like her you could not like her i love her i love her mom trait um i love her you know her love for her daughter and all that stuff um and I will admit that 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 final meeting with Jimmy, like I was eating it up, Tanika. I, I was it. enjoying it. I was like, you go, you you tell him everything you want to tell him. You stand by your stand by you. You know, she has her own back. That's the thing too. She's so confident in herself. She knows what she wants. You know, yeah, it's a sprinkle of drama in there, but at least she has her back. She'll never let herself go. One of my favorite lines that I think I will be using for the rest of my life is, you're going to need an EpiPen to clear your airwaves. One of the best lines I think I have ever heard in my, I'm in a relationship, but I'll find a way (laughs) to use that. Facts. No, she, she, she killed it. Her final line, her last words, she killed it. I don't care what Jimmy thinks. I don't care what. And he's like, why are you going to bring up looks when it's love and blind? And I don't, I was like, nah. No, because she knows. She mm-hmm. knows what she stands on. Mm, no. Anyways, yeah. I like I lo- I love that. I love her now because of that that ending. <laughs> yeah, I I thought she was incredible. And I mean, I know like I mean, maybe some people might think badly of her for not telling Jimmy right away mm-hmm. about her daughter. Yeah. Me personally, though, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like I am not a mom, mm-hmm. but I understand the the from the only way I can really understand her is from the fact of I've been married. So from that, like you deal with men who have these little egos, 
Yeah. Who don't know how to handle news like that. Mm-hmm. So I understand her wanting to have a man know her before she leads with, I am a mom. Now, being yeah. a mom is obviously part of who she is. Yeah. But she's not ashamed of that. It's no. the fact that men can't handle that. And Jimmy proved it. Oh, Jimmy oh my it. gosh. Yeah, he did. But also, like, all those haters could hate. And, like, stay hating. Because that, like, every... It just makes sense. And even in movies, even in shows, like, they do that. They they kind of get comfortable with a person before they indulge in that, you know, um, in that, uh, uh, like sharing that in- important part of them you know like i don't like who goes on a freaking first date or first two dates and like deep dives in their family business right away exactly. you know what i'm saying like, exactly and like she 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 generally wanted someone to know her before you know talking about her daughter because right away if you're saying like all these things and you're like oh yeah and i also have a daughter like i could see all the men closing their books and be like okay um, I don't even know you. I don't even have time. Now you give me more reason not to want to know you, you know? So like you, you hundred percent, unfortunately you have to do that because of these people, because people make assumptions and like, it's just not what they're uh, like used to. It's not the, the typical like single, single, Mary, Mary, kid, kid. It's not like yeah. a two parent household. Like it's not, it, it's because it's so unnormal and different from like what society is like pushing in our heads and what's like the standard milestones on how, how to reach certain things that you do have to now uh, go about it a little bit different because of these like unconscious biases, biases people have. Mm. So haters can hate. That's true. I'm with, I'm with Jess. Well, yeah, I am too, for sure. Like I, I totally get her. Um, but kind of when she told him yeah and how he dealt with that but kind of and putting that it, on chelsea yeah oh my god that was so ugly with him being like oh like to be honest like your news wasn't even that like i got worse news earlier excuse me is right. that the words you want to use worse news like he is he is an asshole and of course, like, <laughs> it's not worse news. It's big news, and I get that. But it's just like, yeah. you have this woman. You're supposed to be in this with her. Mm-hmm. And she's telling you something really big. And again, as a woman who is a divorced woman, yeah, it is not fun to tell someone that you were married. Mm-hmm. Because they immediately, and it's for women, because men don't get this shit. Yeah. When a woman tells another man, I have been married before, they instantly think, oh, so you're used. That's, that's the feeling you get. So she's telling you something really big. Yeah. And that's how you respond. Like, in my experiences, I told, I remember telling a guy who didn't know my past, didn't know me before. Like, I had some guys I obviously knew because they've known me before. Yeah. And took it fine. But men who didn't know me did not take it great and yeah. literally ghosted me because of it. Wow. So that when I told my current boyfriend, I didn't tell him right away. I chose to not tell him right away. Mm-hmm. 
I probably waited about a month or so before I told him. And I mean, he took it fine. His fear stemmed from other things with that news, but mm-hmm. he still took it okay. But it's yeah. it's a fear when you tell mm-hmm. someone, by the way, you know, and for Jimmy to kind of be like freaking out, not because of what Chelsea is telling him, but because of what Jessica told him. Mm-hmm. And putting that on Chelsea, and that's a problem that Jimmy has. He thinks he can tell Chelsea anything, even if it's about somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's a little unfair to Chelsea, yeah. too. Yeah. But I know. what do we think about Trevor, though? I like um, Trevor's like a like a NPC, you know, like a non-player I like Trevor. Yeah, I like him too. He's just like, he didn't give me, like, I don't, there's nothing to hate about him. He, you know, he, he stood by his business. Um, yeah. He got shot down. Um, I personally maybe for, think. Maybe not for long. But... I don't know what I'm saying. I personally yeah. think Trevor and Chelsea should have been fit. together. And I think yes. Jimmy and Jessica, honestly, if he could have gotten past that, they could have been a better couple too. Jimmy just doesn't know how to like talk, and like Jessica, I think would at some point just be like, "Yo, are you are you freaking mute? Like, say something. Like, you're just keep stuttering. Like, stand by your business." So I don't know if they would have lasted. I don't know. Um, I think I, I think Jimmy should have just went home. Personally, that probably was a better choice, but Jimmy also kind of gives me was it JP? Was JP and Taylor was that his name from? Oh Vincent? yeah, yeah, he me gives too. Me those vibes. Me too. At least he's able to talk more on camera. That, but... is, that is true. Yeah, I agree. I was getting those vibes too. But what did you think also, we're, we're going to finish up with Jimmy and these people's, but what did you also think about when he said Jessica, like, I'm not telling anybody that I love them. And literally that same day, he tells Chelsea he loves her. Yeah, that shit, honestly, <sighs> that's when he pissed me off too, because I'm like, how you, and then he's like telling Jessica, I didn't make my decision last night. Like, and I was like, you, no, you you did by saying I love you too. You did. You did. So, yeah. And for him to be like, oh, it was like our conversation that really like changed it for me. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, so one conflict, one like, you know, bad conversation and you're running already. And that just kind and... of, but he was looking for an excuse. Yeah. And he found it. Yeah. That conversation. Yeah. You're telling me in like 30 seconds, you're like, <gasps> Right? I love Chelsea. No, come on. Right? Like, Be for real. Sir. Yeah. And then also that's the whole, like when Chelsea went back to the quarters, I mean, I kind of feel like maybe she should have said nothing at all, but I do like that she at least, she did say something, but she said it quietly. Jessica didn't hear anything from her directly, but then Laura, mm-hmm. Laura just comes out of the woodwork and she's like, go home. Jessica, go home. He's not the one for you. Yeah. He's wasting your fucking time. Go home. Yeah. I kind of like that. I actually oh, thought, yeah. is she about to tell her what Chelsea said? But mm-hmm. she took the route of, I know enough. Trust me. Go home. Yeah. I actually loved that. I like that too, where I was like, wow, this is this is how you do it. This is how you take care of many girls. 
mm-hmm. and not form a clique because she's not airing someone's business, but she's at like informing someone else about information she knows without, you know, putting the other person in an awkward situation. Yeah. You know, she didn't, she didn't say, oh, I spoke to Chelsea and this, 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 like, she was just like, trust me, you know, I have your back. I have information. Take it how you want, but I suggest you do this. Love that. Take notes, ladies. Clicky ladies, take notes. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we kind of covered all of the back, the back episodes. Yeah. Okay. So let's now pop finally into this episode. So I guess we kind of said there wasn't a whole lot with this episode just because um, we're just in the DR. And usually this is not one does a lot of stuff until we get to the end. There's some interesting things when we get to the end. Mm-hmm. But um, we will just go through it. And we're going to do predictions like we did last time, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm so good at it. <laughs> you know what? I think last year was we weren't we weren't great. It's fine because we all thought JP and Taylor would work, mm-hmm. and that failed miserably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. It's fine. We're going we're gonna to be just fine. So here we go. So episode six is titled "Feeling Uncomfy," which I thought, in the context of when this comes up, I actually giggled. It was pretty <laughs> funny. Anyway, so we had us are with. Some of the couples kind of seeing how their nights went. Amy and Johnny said they had a good night. We don't know what happened, but I don't think anyone's had sex yet. Even AD and Clay, which I'm actually surprised by. Yeah. I don't think that's going to last though. But anyway, Jeremy um, apparently is not that bad with his snoring because you remember in the previous episodes, he's mentioned that he has sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. Without it, he snores and he doesn't have his sleep app machine because he's like, not going to be sleeping. <laughs> um, he only got a very light shove in the night to shut up. That is it. It's quiet. Yeah. So with that now, with Laura and Jeremy, we kind of see that they're playing like... um. What you call it? Bow and arrow or Oh yeah, the archery. That's it, thank you. <laughs> and she got a bullseye, which is pretty cool because I sure as hell cannot get a bullseye if I did that. Like my brother did archery for a very short time and I don't think the key would ever get bullseyes either. It's not easy. No. Good for her. Um so they're now eating this was really weird they're eating bananas and she's like this kind of reminds me of something but then she doesn't elaborate was that it was that a dick joke i yeah i think so okay she's like oh i'm just like joking i'm just teasing you okay okay because the reason why i was like confused with that is because i'm like am i watching the right show because that also happened in bachelor in the, one of the first episode where this lady like walks up to him and she's like, so which one do you identify with? And it was like different bananas and different sizes. 
trying to like, what size are you? (laughs) Like, so I was like, wait, did I miss something? Like, was there a banana thing that happened or, which is just completely random. Yeah. I guess it was completely random, but, um, she tells him that, um, he can no longer do, um, Hawaiian shirts because she doesn't like them mm-hmm. or motorcycles because it's dangerous and she's like I'm telling you all these things that you can't do anymore what about what about you like is there anything that you don't want me to do anymore he's like no I'm good it's fine you, you're you're good you don't have to change anything and I'm like good answer good answer <laughs> um so Clay and AD I wrote a little more with this because I'm like, save me from what I'm seeing. Please save her from what she's experiencing because I just cannot. So AD mentions that she counts calories. I think a lot of women can relate to this, although you shouldn't have to worry about counting calories. Just live your best life. Yeah. I think it gets it gets um blurry for her, especially because of her job. You know? Mm-hmm. Her job is meant for her to stay fit. And then obviously there's like a certain like um like portrayal that these ladies usually have, either from like her her surroundings or just being in the sports culture. Mm-hmm. Um and so I understand, I could see how she's more adamant on counting calories when yeah. I agree with you, like, um, you know, like it shouldn't be too like, uh, like, like a intense degree. Like mm-hmm. you could do that in your everyday life, like, you know, enjoy your vacations, enjoy your, enjoy, enjoy your like uh, cheat days. Like it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle kind of like mindset, right, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Which I guess I gotta understand, like, I can't remember exactly what she does. Is she a personal trainer? She's a uh, dancer. Dancer. For, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. She doesn't have like a traditional dancer body, but I guess I don't know exactly what she does. But um, that and is she's, um, like you know those like I I'm assume I think from what I recall she you know like those like halftime dancers like the sport like the they're not cheerleaders but they're dancers. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Like, yeah, she's, yeah. She's she's, she's so one of those. Th- yeah, it's kind of different then. Yeah. Um but. Yeah, so I do understand in that respect then that you are very strict with yourself. You do need to count the calories. You can lose your dancer body too. Like that that can happen. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it's just, yeah. But it, I think in this case though, Clay is kind of like, I think he's saying what he thinks is the right thing to say. Because I don't believe anything that comes out of this guy's mouth, honestly. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm sorry. I just can't. Um, but he literally is like, we don't need to count calories. We don't need to do that. Like, you know, why the hell are you talking about? Your body's great. As if a body just gets like that. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Women, unfortunately, what men encounter when it comes to weight loss is not what women encounter. Yeah. Our, our weight loss journeys are way different than a, than a man's weight loss journey. Yeah. So, you know, and every man is different too, but men can just lose weight like nothing. Whereas mm-hmm. for us, we just, we don't have that luxury. So it's, 
again, like I feel like he thinks he's saying the right thing. I don't personally believe him, like I said, but I'm just like, mm, okay, sure, sir. Um, so yeah, he's kind of like, listen, don't worry, I will never let you get out of shape. And you're thinking, okay, okay, so you're at first you're trying to give him the benefit and be like, okay, maybe you're trying to be like, you know, you know, that's important to her. So you're, you know, you'll be a support system for her. No, <laughs> no, that's not at all. He's like, if I see you getting out of shape, don't worry. I'll tell you to make sure you go to the motherfucking gym. And I'm like, <gasps> and she's like, oh, what? <laughs> just like, he's telling you everything you should know to run yet you don't yeah my mm -mm, my boyfriend would never the day he decides to i will know something is very wrong with him because he will never say that shit my ex did that to me though Mm. when he was cheating on me Yeah. Because he was with someone who was a different shape than I was. And he's yeah. and he made comments on my on how I looked. And I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, and I knew those were things that didn't matter to him initially, but then all of a sudden, you know, but like that's not a great feeling to to hear your man say that shit to you. But I'm gonna tell you something like I, what I was gonna say. The day my man decides to tell shit to me like that, I'm gonna clock him in his face. You best believe yeah what you talking to Mm -hmm. and but again the difference is the when a man thinks realistically versus when a man doesn't Mm -hmm. and only yeah i hear what you're saying yeah only thinks that women are here for their entertainment yeah we're not we're not here to be your sideshow we're not here for your entertainment we're not here for any of those things but that's what i think he thinks so yeah, he says, don't worry, I'll tell you to go to the gym. And she makes a very good point here, but he misses the mark. And she says, well, what if I get pregnant? I am going to form a belly because I mm-hmm. will be pregnant. And his response is, yeah, but I'll be in the gym with you. What? Yeah. No, you missed. Them. She can't lose weight when she's pregnant. She's carrying a child. Because that's exactly it. This is the kind of man that as soon as she starts showing, he's not going to be sexually attracted to her anymore. He's not going to want to have sex with her. This is the kind of guy who will then go outside of his marriage to fulfill his needs because well, my wife is pregnant. I can't. I mean, I can't I, the, her. the gym context was, I mean, the gym comment, um, I think it's like post part, like post pregnancy. Like once you have the baby, it's like, okay, we'll get back to the gym. Like that, oh, that he's not going to stay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's that dumb. <laughs> no, I think he's that dumb. I think he's that dumb. We've I mean, here seen... I am giving him the benefit of the doubt, but yes, I really hope he. <laughs> no, I think, I think he is that dumb. I think he's that dumb that he thinks, oh, that can go away. Like, no, I really I think he's that dumb. I really don't. I can't, I can't believe that. No, I he is that dumb that. that he thinks no. that when he gets married, he's going to have, like, a flashy-ass ring like what she has. You saw the comment he made in the fifth episode. He's like, so what, do I wear a ring? What do you mean, do yeah. I wear a ring? I don't wear a ring. Is it, I don't it's understand like a wedding his lack. Ring. Yeah, I don't understand his lack of knowledge when it comes to a wedding. 
when mm. we when you know end game mm-hmm. of the wedding. Like I just I don't will, understand. I will give you. You may not know what finger to put it on or which hand to put it on. I'll give you that, but I don't give you. You don't know that there's a ring involved in in a wedding. I don't give you that. That's stupid. You're dumb. I no. I think he here. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. You are. I think, I you think get the benefit of the doubt too. So I should be. I should expect that. I think he knew that there was a wedding band. I think he just assumed like, is there another one that I get? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Anyways, all right. So, <laughs> um, but I also like the one thing she said, which like I think really sums up like her, like her perspective on like his comments about uh weight gain and the gym is just like you know yeah like okay she's like yeah like i understand you're saying like you want to be supportive and you know you you have to have like a supportive um partner but there's one thing to be supportive like what he's trying to do is like yeah i don't mind if like i have like a personal trainer who's like you know giving me tough love but like from Mm -hmm. like from like my like my significant other like no like no i don't need that type of tough love from you like you could support me in a different way mm-hmm. not you know like girl like why are you sitting here on the couch and like, get your ass into gym like what excuse me yeah like, like, what are you doing aim of like i should be able to be free to yeah. eat some potato chips or something which you can't really do at the moment because quaker owns everything and I can't even eat a potato chip. Ugh. I don't know if you heard about that. Um, the, the the salmonella being in like and, Quakers, yeah, like oatmeal, yeah, and Quaker owns not just oatmeal. They're also added to the list. The fact that Quaker owns Frito Lay and Lay's and Ruffles. So like. It'd be better to avoid anything that's owned by freaking Quaker. Yeah. Moment. So I can't even eat a potato chip. You get like the no name brand. Yeah, but I want Lay's. I'm sorry, girl. You gotta make the sacrifices. I want any. I know. Or Miss Vicky's. I don't like Miss Vicky's. No way. I don't. I'm I'm leaving this podcast. Listen. Oh, we should update everybody. Everybody, guys. Gather around. If you remember from the fourth season, we talked about Chipotle and the fact that I had not had Chipotle. Sharon, yes, I definitely, I have definitely now had Chipotle, and I and I liked it. We did it, guys. We did it. We did it. It was good. I enjoyed it. We should definitely do that again. So, oh my god, do you want to hear the saddest thing? What? Um, you know how I left half my chipotle bowl yeah uh, you know to have to have it like for to have for it later. later yeah um so what i happened? put it in my work fridge oh no you left it didn't you um but no the uh someone i'm not gonna like like label like i'm not gonna tell you like who exactly they were but like okay let's just say they were in they were in charge of like the kitchen cleanup Right. And they threw it away. And I was like, oh no. I know, it was so heartbreaking. So I feel like I haven't really satisfied my Chipotle craving. Well, so I we need definitely to... need to do that. When are you on vacation again? Like, when do you start your vacation? March 6th. Oh, right on the day that the tell us. Yeah, I know. Well, let's 
I get paid on the 29th. I think that's a Wednesday. I think. I don't even know. I don't even know. Maybe it's not. I think it is a Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, no, it's a Thursday, but I'm not in the office on Thursdays. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be Thursday. broke. I'm going to be broke on the Wednesday. Mm, okay. Guaranteed. It's fine. All right. We can do it after you come back. You're yeah. only gone for what, a week? Yeah. What we can do, you come back. Yeah. It just feels so far away. Or we could, I mean, I technically had plans with a friend that's been rescheduled, but we didn't actually confirm it for this week. And I don't know if it's actually going to happen because, like, ish. I'm not even saying her name on the podcast, it doesn't matter. But she just recently told me she's pregnant. So she's mm-hmm. been rescheduling because she's been nauseous and not coming to work. Right. So maybe we can just do it this week. We do. Okay. The, it, I, and then I can do lunch with her the following week. No, I can't do Wednesday and Thursday because I have all the discovery? discoveries. Yeah. Damn it. I Screw know. Screw them discoveries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then we'll just do it when you come back. Okay. Okay. So sad. Okay. That's I mean, fine. Yeah. That's what week are we go 21st and they have 28th. Wait. Wait. Do I get paid on the, what day is it today? 19th. You get paid on the 20th. I already got paid. I already got paid. Yeah. That's right. I'm like, wait, do I get paid again? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We'll wait. We'll wait. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. We're going to start talking <laughs> about food now. Um. Yes. Okay. Where were we? Oh, yeah. I clay. don't even know. Hold on. Yeah. Clay clay AD. AD all day. Oh, click. Sorry. I had to do it. What, what happened? I just said AD all day. Oh, clay. Oh, okay. Oh, I had to. I, I had to. I had to. It's oh. catchy. Oh, oh, I don't like it. I don't, I do not subscribe. Um, but anyways, so she says, like, or he says, I don't need you to cook because we're in the 1950s and a man can't cook food. I guess I don't know. Wait, hold on. I missed this. You did. Why? Yeah. So while they were talking about the whole keeping fit and shit, they. He also mentioned, I'm going to need you to cook. No way. And he was being serious, like, I need you to cook. I'm like, well, then I guess you're going to have to starve. Sorry. Like, oh, no. Wild. Yeah. He says, yeah, maybe I do need to adjust my delivery because she keeps saying to him, like, what you said was really rude. Kind of on call for, like, what the hell? He says, yeah, maybe I do need to adjust my delivery You've needed to adjust a lot of things from the moment you've entered these pods, my dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you just need to do a redo on y- your personality. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but he's like, well, um, hold on. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, yeah. So he says, like, the fact that you can, oh, she says, she says, the fact that you can admit that you're, you know, you need to make changes. She says, that's so sexy to me and i'm like your bar is really fucking low girl that you think like that's a again yeah again we're not we're not here for the potential yeah no we're not here for that we are here for a husband a husband who like just in the sense of like when you watch like hdtv and some people sometimes want to fix a rapper and sometimes just People want a turnkey. You want a turnkey husband. Mm-hmm. You do not want to fix a rapper. Like, yeah. 
Um, not in this setting. Not in mm-mm. the setting of Love is Blind. No. So she kind of mentions here, like I kind of said before, how she started therapy only a year ago because she was kind of in this dating loop where she was kind of dating the same kind of men. And she's like, I kind of realized that this kind of probably stems from my father, the relationship with her father, who, as we know, has passed away and she doesn't give a shit about it. But anyway, mm-hmm. she says, like, it kind of maybe sounds from that. But she's kind of saying, clearly, she probably has some daddy issues. Um, yeah, she said that, um, like, that's where she figured out that she tends to chase after love. Mm-hmm. That people chase after love when people don't show it to her. Right. Which is exactly what Clay is doing to her. And she doesn't mm-hmm. see, she doesn't seem to realize when she's in it that she's in it until after she can reflect on it. But like you have to start seeing those signs. Stop making comments like if I see red flags, I paint my nails red, and I guess to match the fucking flags. Like you can't you can't do that because then you're never going to find the right guy for you. This is never going to happen. Yeah. But she says that um, she doesn't feel like she deserves love either, which is really sad. And you know what? This is the one thing I'll give Clay. Now, maybe his delivery could have been a little softer. But what he said, I thought, okay, I will give you that. That's a point for Clay. Because he says, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course you deserve love. Yeah. He's so harsh in the delivery, but anyway. I think, yeah, I think that's definitely his personality. He's just like too too loud and direct. And like that's with everything. That's with his love and that's with his, um, you know, tough love. So, what I'm full of. Yeah. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. And again, like I said this too, I know you're not going to understand the reference, but. Um, there was a guy very similar to him on Married at First Sight um, a, a little while ago, maybe about five years ago, or five seasons ago, I should say. Um, they did um, Atlanta. The similarities between these those two men, I can't remember his name, don't even ask me, but um, he was horrible. He was very similar to him, where he's like, I have to be attracted to the woman that I'm with. Oh, I need to have a sexual attraction to the person that I'm with. All of those things need to be more important to him For besides the actual connection. Oh, let's throw in that they need to be religious too. Let's throw that in there, which I found so cringy when he and A.V. met each other in person and he did the Bible verse. And I'm like, ooh, it just made me want to just crawl out of my skin. I'm like, he's just, I don't, I can't with him. Anyways, let's finish this up though. We were talking about them for so long. Um, she says that she thinks about walking down the aisle by herself because obviously she doesn't have her dad. And he says, well, don't think about that. You know, in that sense, like you've got your brothers, your brothers are important to you. Have one of them walk you down the aisle. Which I thought that's that's a really good idea. Surprised she didn't think about that herself. Because mm-hmm. that's what like my I thought about it too. I mean, about you know walking down the aisle and what that looks like for me. Um, and 
you know, for many reasons, main reason being my father can't walk because he has MS. I thought about who would walk me down the aisle. And I thought mm-hmm. about my grandpa. But if, you know, God forbid my grandpa passes away before I get married, I don't know who would walk me down the aisle. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. But I don't maybe walk myself down the aisle. Who knows? <laughs> or you can have your mom. Or my mom. Yeah, I guess my mom could too. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, true. Anyway. So very quickly with um, Chelsea and Jimmy before we go into the group. Um, she asks about um, uh, what his type normally is. Which again, this is her fishing, trying to figure out, am I his type? Am I enough for him? Like she's trying to find a different way to validate um, her feelings. Mm-hmm. And he says to her that he's been with all kinds of different women. You know, it's not just one type or whatever. Um, she says that she has actually dated a lot of buff guys. A lot of her exes are very buff. And I said, well, Trevor was then perfect for you, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think Trevor's personality is very different than the men than she's probably been with. Yeah. He seems like such a nice guy. Yeah. But physically speaking, he is her type. Yeah. Jimmy is not. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, well, it's a good thing that I'm buff then. And I'm like, I hope you're joking. I think he was joking <laughs> because I'm like, you're not. You're not. Yeah. Hard to tell. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't quite understand when he's joking, when he's not. Yeah. Um, Because then she also says like, she's never been with the blonde guy either i'm like so wait this guy is completely opposite of what you would go for mm-hmm. um it's so yeah he he says that he also has never dated women with piercings or tattoos which is interesting i'm not sure if jessica had tattoos but i, I don't wonder think so then that kind of goes to show again Physically speaking, that is his type. It's Jessica, who doesn't have tattoos. But um, it's not that I've chosen it to be that way, just kind of how it's ended up. So I don't know if he has any issues against tattoos or piercings, but he um, does like, um, sorry, I kind of, not sure what I said here, but yeah, I think like he's definitely trying to validate her quite a bit. But again, like it's never enough for her. No, no, it's never enough what he tells her. It's always she needs more, she needs more, she needs more. Okay, so we are at the group now i, I think this down. is the first reunion like group reunion where the the like almost could have been aren't there that is exactly what i wrote down here oh yeah this is exactly what i wrote this yeah. is the first time that we've had this mm-hmm. which is really i thought i'm like okay so this is going to be boring then there's not going to be a whole lot here to talk about no not the case. Yeah. Um. 
So we haven't really talked much about Kenneth and um and uh Brittany very much. I have a lot more I want to say about them when we do the predictions. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of tell here that Kenneth is very attentive to Brittany's needs. Yeah. Was kind of great. Um Laura tells A D that, you know, her and Jeremy are good. They're kind of spilling each other in and, and stuff. And I thought was really funny here is that she's like, he has um he has big feet, um big hands and uh a huge dick. <laughs> and she's like, God blessed him. Definitely blessed him. And I'm like, okay. I mean, he said he was confident in his game. So, I mean, that has to come from somewhere, I guess. I mean, I mean, good for him. Yeah. And um, she says... This is funny. I like Laura. She's like, it was hard to resist. It was hard to resist. It wasn't just hard. It was hard to resist. That was Chelsea. That was Chelsea? Yeah. That was Chelsea because she was saying Jimmy had a big thing too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, it was her. And she's like, she knows a little more than me, guys, because she just finished watching the episode (laughs) yesterday. But um, yeah, so yeah, that was Chelsea. She's like, it was hard. Dot 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 to resist. So sorry to resist. But anyway, she says yes, Jimmy is also packing. So I'm actually surprised that he's actually as big as she's describing. I'm actually kind of surprised. Would you? But then again, like I said, her narrative sometimes is iffy. So I really don't believe her. That's the thing. Like, listen, I've had sex with men who would be pleasantly surprising actually were packing but then you know those it's a different situation but jimmy doesn't quite make me think he's like massive i think chelsea though needs to make people think oh yeah jimmy's dick is big too it's so big so big but it really isn't and i think yeah, every, everyone i mean i think I think a lot of us can kind of say what, generally speaking, is big versus what's not. But I mean, I think maybe everyone's idea of big is different too. You know, I don't know. Maybe her idea of big is seven. That's not my idea of big at all. That's average. (laughs) It's very subjective. Exactly. Scientifically, seven inches is is not average, but... To me, it is. To Tanika. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I'm just being honest. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying to get at. It's just like, maybe to her it is, but maybe to somebody else it's not. That's all. Whatever. It's not just about the size, you know, it helps. <laughs> yeah. But it's not yeah. just about that. No. So, um, this is also really interesting. Jimmy says to the guys, I bet that my relationship is the smoothest one here. And I said, oh, you think yours is the smoothest? Yeah, his confidence. I'm like, where'd you get it from? 
Like what? Ain't, what are you looking at? That I'm not looking nothing, at nothing. Ain't nothing more just out there than a white man's confidence. Yeah. If we could yeah. all have just a little bit of a straight white man's confidence. Yeah. We would be golden. Like, yeah. I my agree. God. Um. So, Laura is um. Uh, well, I read it right here. Hold on. Um. Uh, something about Laura is asking Jimmy about what you said about me. Does that make any sense? Yes. So basically, okay, <laughs> the whole bean flip or bean dip thing. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. First. First of all, why? Why? Why are we even talking about eighty? boobs or whatever the fuck like why 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 are we why are we doing this why does every man have word vomit in front of ad it's like they just no. don't know how to just shut up sometimes like this jimmy did not jimmy oh wait hold on jimmy it wasn't jimmy it was jeremy jeremy that was jeremy yeah they're, they're claiming their names are too close to one another i've, jeremy, I've, I've made the mistake too don't worry jeremy like you didn't have to say anything about that right and it's like, dude, why are you? Why are you even bringing this up? So I don't know if it was the alcohol. I don't know if he's just like word vomiting, but like Jimmy also was word vomiting earlier on. So like, yes, so that's what I'm going to get at too. We're going to get there yeah. just now. Yeah, Jimmy literally says to Chelsea because AD's like right there. Mm-hmm. AD is stacked yeah. talking about her ass, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, okay, listen. Again, I can joke back and forth with my man. Yeah. But the minute you're talking about another woman who is not like a celebrity or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. we're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. So in front of Chelsea, he literally says her ass is massive. Yeah. It's, and he's loving it. Okay. So what Chelsea ends up doing, which I'm not sure if I would have gone this route, but hey. No. Knows? I don't know. This was the wrong thing to do because you completely like A, you're putting him on blast. And B, you're making AD kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. So what happens is Chelsea says, Yo, AD, he says you're stacked. You know, we talk about your ass all the time. Like, but it's different when women are talking about each other in a fun way, in a loving way or whatever. It's different when you're now including a man into the mix who's mm-hmm. not her man mm-hmm. and he's like uh i mean i wasn't gonna like say anything she's kind of yeah. put me on boss here but yeah like how do now you do he's trying to, yeah now he's trying to like um like do some damage control but like again word vomit and he's like saying absolutely nothing exactly. and you can exactly. tell 80 is so uncomfortable like it's just right. just shut up like please just stop talking right like, and then chelsea doesn't go save her man she just gets mad. Oh, like there you go. Because then she then uses this later, but it's just like, yeah, you're, you're, um, you're saying to him or to her, he's saying this about you, and what is she supposed to say to that? What is AD mm-hmm. supposed to say to that? And then what kind of happens? Like I don't think he's interested in AD in that sense. No, and he is kind of borderline flirty with her. 
I say flirty, not flirting, but he's being cute and flirty a little bit. Um, throughout the conversation, once Chelsea kind of it removes herself from it, but they, they kind of say, oh, how do you get an ass like that? And she's like, this was amazing. I had to write this down. Squats and Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I love you. But yeah, so then what ends up happening is he goes and talks to AD and they're talking about all kinds of different things. Mainly one of those things being each other's significant other. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea is spiraling. Mm-hmm. She's just spiraling. And she's just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, he's like talking to her, like, what the fuck? Like, and I'm like, but if you heard the conversation, like, then you wouldn't be freaking out like that. Yeah. Um, also, like, you could have just went there too. You know exactly. I think, unfortunately, her her confidence levels won't allow her to do it. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem too. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, with that happening, Chelsea and Amy kind of go aside to talk because she's kind of while they're at the bar, kind of saying, "I think I'm going to be sick. I think I'm going to be sick." Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, my girl, you're not always going to be throwing up in every situation that happens. Like, she's always going to constantly have a throw or pass out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you, you might want to get that checked. Yeah, like her her way of, like, dealing with certain situations, even, like, the way she, like, took the stacked comment and then, like, just aired his everyone's business in front of everyone. Exactly. Like, you need to work on your reactions. And, like, if you didn't like that and you want to make a, you, you know, you rather he not say that to you and to be like yo that's a conversation to have with your boys not me you know what i'm saying exactly especially with how we see like i don't think we really knew until the whole jeremy situation happened but the way too that clay reacts when people say things about ad's looks Mm -hmm. what if clay was right there when that was said yeah. I don't know how that would have gone over. Now, I think Clay needs to tone it down a little bit, but again, we kind of said like it's probably part of his personality and it's how he is. But at the same time, I think if he also knew what Jimmy said, I yeah. I kind of understand him saying, What the fuck? Cause A, that is supposed to be his fiance. And yeah. B why are all the men hyper focused on AD and how she looks? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm taking this too deep, but what we've seen with like like R. Kelly and everything, and how like the black women are seen as like just sexual objects, and we're not yeah. allotted the same respect as maybe a white woman is when it comes to how we're perceived by men i find it very interesting that the person that they're hyper focused on is a black woman and how she looks and how that impedes them yep and maybe that's just me going a little dark here but i am taking it there because i'm thinking i kind of understand why clay would get his back up a little bit no 100 respect him in, in that yeah yeah i don't want to a lot of things but i kind of give him that mm-hmm no, I agree with you 100%. And I don't even think you're like 
you're reaching too far, you're going too deep. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I, I think that's genuinely very obvious for us to see Mm -hmm. and not them because they're so like, it's, it's such a, yeah, no, I agree. Okay. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Chelsea's kind of telling Amy that she feels kind of bad right now because obviously the digital Jimmy situation and Amy says, listen, it's totally an okay thing if you're saying things generally, but the fact that he's singling out one person in particular, that being AD, that's not great. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not a good look. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, as I've mentioned before, like I'm not going to go too much into these particular notes because it kind of already said this. They're kind of talking mm-hmm. about each other's significant others and how each other feels about each person and, you know, so yeah, I think too crazy, all in, really. Yeah, all in all, I think Jimmy is going to have a wake up call. I think, um, and he's going to realize that he's meeting a different Chelsea, and he's going to have yeah. to like re, it like re like get to know her all over again. Yes, and yeah. whether or not he'd want to be with that the person that is now in front of him, mm-hmm. I don't. I think based on what we see coming in the next few episodes, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think he does. Yeah. But I don't think none of them do. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. So then Jimmy's kind of done with the conversation with AD and he goes over to Chelsea, Amy, and now Laura is there too. And he's like, Can I sit with you guys? Like he's being, you know, he's completely unaware of what his women are saying. And then he says to Laura and Amy, like, how did you guys narrow down your options? Both of them basically say, only, it was always the person that we were with. It was always either Jeremy or Johnny. That's what basically, that's a sit for them, which is definitely the truth here. They had a very different journey than both Jimmy and Chelsea did. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then he asks, well, are you guys happy? Yeah, they're happy, whatever. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go fuck off now and go somewhere else. He didn't actually say that. That's just my verbiage. And meanwhile, Chelsea is just on the verge of tears. And yeah. that's the other thing, too. He's not reading the room and reading, why, does he, yeah. why do you look like that? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't really know her, you're still getting to know her. You could still look at a woman and be like, is something wrong? Yeah. Did someone die? Like, what's going on? Yeah. He's not reading the room. No. So, um, so then we see, which I kind of loved this, and this is kind of lends to my commentary that I'll leave to the end about Kenneth and Brittany, but Kenneth and Adi are talking and, you know, he asks her, how does she feel about Clay? She says she's obsessed. <laughs> he, AD is shocked that Kenneth has actually never been with a white woman before. So was I. Because mm-hmm. that's completely uncommon to see black men these days not date outside of their race. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so she's shocked that he's never done that before. And um, he... um. He says, I know that's what's going to happen when we get home. Like, 
you are with a woman who's white, who has white family, like how, and friends potentially, like how are you going to navigate that? And I think he just has faith in God, I guess. And I'm like, God can't help you. I, I, I mean, I'm sure they're lovely people. Like, I don't think they're going to be racist assholes or anything like that. But, you know, that is something you need to know how you're going to navigate both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they are very blissfully unaware of what they are about to encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's aware. I think he is a little more aware than yeah. she is. Yeah. Which is what will lend to what I will say about what I think about whether or not they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. But I think like he is a lot more aware, obviously, because he is the black man in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she is woefully unaware of what she's about to kind of go through, not just with her family and friends meeting him, but just in the life of being with a black man and what that means going forward. Yeah. I think she has like, she has that mindset, which comes from her own upbringing where a lot of, um, you know, privileged people have this type of mindset where it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I got you. Like I got you no matter what, like we could mm-hmm. do it. We could deal with it. They're, they just, it, they simplify it so much yeah, because of their privilege. So yeah. You know, that is also what she's doing where she's like, no, I got you. Like, no matter what, I got you. But like, Mm -hmm. again, we'll see once the real world hits. Exactly. And AD also brings up like, you know, eventually you guys are going to have kids and Brittany's going to have to raise black children. Yeah. Do you think she's ready for that? And he thinks that she is. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if she is. Based on what she said when they met in person for the first time, I don't think she's ever, she's not prepared. So she kind of said, like, she doesn't see, I kind of, I was going to say this, but she's kind of says, like, I'm, um, I don't see color. Like, that doesn't matter to me. And a lot of, like, you're going to need to see color. Yeah, color binding, the solution, man. That's not the solution. Now, when you're dealing in, when you're in an interracial relationship yeah. and when you're potentially going to have interracial children, mm-hmm. you're, you, you cannot be colorblind. Yeah. Um, I'll save the rest of my thoughts that when we get to the, the predictions, but anyway, um, so Jimmy kind of never misses a chance to kind of say, you know, he's happy He's so happy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, at least one of you is. That's yeah. great. <laughs> and then as we kind of talked about the bean dip situation, we kind of already talked about it. Yeah. But the one thing like I did also bring up too was Clay's reaction to the bean dip situation. We didn't, I already talked about that too, because I was going to say, oh, we didn't talk about that. But then I brought that up. Yeah. So I think we pretty much exhausted the bean dip situation, except for Laura and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. So Laura is pissed that Jeremy said anything. Yeah. Like, it was a joke. It wasn't meant for him to bring it up. But why was it ever brought up to begin with? Yeah. I want to understand the context of why this was brought up. Mm-hmm. And why would you even joke saying, like, you should do it? Like, you should be exactly. dipper. Exactly. Like, I like Laura, but yeah. I don't understand. And I'm putting the 
Black women's side away from this. She is a woman. You are a woman. How would you feel if you found out that someone was making comments like that about you? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. I want to yeah, understand like to the context. Yeah. yeah. I want to understand the context of how this was brought up. Yeah. Like, besides I'm just like, man, like, leave her. Leave Edie alone. Like, stop talking about her. Stop talking about her body. Yeah. Just leave her alone. Exactly. It's not, it's, it's not great. No. But Laura is upset. Because Jeremy said anything. Now, maybe Jeremy shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, she's getting mad at him for something that she could have just prevented from the very beginning by just yeah. not saying anything. Yeah. Like she's at fault to a degree and she should take she fault. Is. Yeah. She is. And now because she's upset with him, Jeremy kind of says like, well, I don't know if I can... You know, if, if what's going to happen from here. I think he's already thinking so dark. Mm-hmm. And he actually comes to her and says, then maybe I'm just ready to go home. Yeah. And she's like, do you mean home the hotel room or do you mean home like home? Yeah. And he says, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's also an extreme response yeah. to a little bit of a situation here that you guys can get past. Yeah. But okay it just tells me yeah it just tells me he runs from any conflict like you know like and that's not great no you don't want to be with a man that all they're gonna do is run from conflict yeah that doesn't feel great no okay so i'm just turning the page so we can go back to chelsea and jimmy so this is after everything and they've left the Mm -hmm. group and they get back into the room and she is instantly asking him, is something wrong? Bef- Wait, what? Where's the context of why are you asking him this? You guys just literally entered the room. And I hate she's that. trying to, she's trying to ask, like, she's trying to say, ask that. So then he could just be like, it's like, no, everything's fine. There's something wrong with you. And then she will like, yeah, this is this. Yeah. And that is childish. If you have yeah. a problem, just tell him. Just tell him you have a problem. No, she was so childish. This she's entire so childish. Um, but she, yeah, she's like, something is wrong with me. And then she lists all of the things that um he did wrong. For example, you ignored me tonight. And all of the other couples were like not ignoring each other. And you were ignoring me. Like, why couldn't you be like the other couples? Why couldn't we be like the other couples? And I'm like, yeah. So you're looking at the other couples and saying, why can't I be like that? Which that is just human nature, but this is not the way to go about things. And then she says, well, then you're also talking to AD for something you started. You could have prevented that, but you started that. Yeah. And and she's like, and you were like admiring her body, which again, yes. But then you put him on blast for him to then have to do damage control. So that's on you a little bit. So he says, you know, we were mingling. We're with our friends. I didn't think, like, I mean, I was talking about you. I was trying to say, God, I was talking about you and how much I care about you, how much I love you and all this. Like, I don't. What's going on here? And I think for him, he's thinking, if we're with our friends, 
We're not going to be all up in each other's asses and making out all the time. Like we're going to mingle and be with our friends. Mm -hmm. But for her, she's thinking, but you should be up my ass. And I'm like, that right there kind of just shows once the cat who can do their own thing and love on you when they want to be loved on. And the other one's a golden retriever. Mm -hmm. Those two things don't go good together. Yeah. Y'all both need to be cats. You both all need to be golden retrievers. Yeah. This isn't going to work. So um, he's like, with the AD situation, he says, you were right. Like, no, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't him. She says, I was right by you. I was right behind you. And you mm-hmm. didn't include me in anything. And he's like, no, you weren't. You weren't there. No, that's a fucking lie. She was there. Yeah, she was. And the fact that you think that she wasn't there. Like, at one some point, yes, she left. And she went and sat with Amy. Mm-hmm. For the better part of the conversation, she was right there behind you. So it mm-hmm. goes to show, like, you're unaware of she's right there behind you. And mm-hmm. that's that's concerning too. That you were that unaware. But he says, "I am sorry. I'm sorry if that made you uncomfortable. That was not my plan to make you uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Whatever." And she's like, "It made her feel icky." So even though he's apologizing, she still needs to double down. Mm -hmm. You made me feel icky. You made me uncomfy, which I thought was so funny. Be like, you're, I'm going to say that my boyfriend, you made me uncomfy. But like, I'm just like, girl, he's apologized. You can now take from that and say, please don't do X, Y, and Z again and leave Mm -hmm. it at that. Mm -hmm. But don't double down because you just constantly want that apology. Now, she scares me. Officially, she scares me in this whole situation because we'll, we'll get into it more. But she's like, you know, the fact that you didn't read the room, which I did say he's not reading the room, you know, it's really sad to her. She's like, I'm more, um, she's, I think he's, he is more worried about the other. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting it because my writing, she says that, you know, but the whole connection situation, the, the fact that like, you know, all the other couples, all the other couples. And I'm like, you're more concerned about that than you are about your own relationship. You care about how you look to others. Yeah. Which is your relationship and how you look to others is not what should be the most important thing, if even on the radar. Yeah. Because there's shit that people think. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so she's like, why couldn't we, why couldn't you kiss on me like everyone else was? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God. But for him, like I mentioned, he's like, we're with friends, we're hanging out, like whatever. And I I see, I see his side because I'd be more like him. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, I'm not going to be, I mean, I'm not a big person who wants to do public displays, displays of affection. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be tonguing down my man in front of other people like it's just no one needs to see that that's personal between me and him like i'm i'm very big on that so yeah. i'm more of him i'm like him i cannot be with someone like her i would go nuts i would end it all i know all i know is that when they have that um that gathering where everyone shows up even the singles 
<clears throat> she's gonna go. She's gonna go nuts. Especially because Jessica's gonna be there. She's gonna go. Yeah. She's gonna go nuts. So yeah. Um. So then, I this is where I wrote Chelsea is starting to scare me because we this back and forth thing where she's like, "You were loving me. I love you. I love you." You weren't paying attention to me. You were waiting in the room. I love you. I love you. Come here. I love you. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. She, the look on her face, I compared it to, um, I mean, God, I don't know if you're going to understand the reference because you still don't know anything about 98 degrees. <laughs> but have you seen Fatal Attraction? No. <gasps> no. Oh, no. <laughs> you need to do yourself a major favor and watch not the series although you can't watch the series if you don't choose i love joshua jackson like everybody else but you need to watch the original movie with michael douglas and meryl streep called fatal attraction where he gets involved in the relationship with another woman while he's married to somebody else and she goes cuckoo bananas and he has it with her and she spoiler alert follows a bunny amazing they don't show the bunny or anything but it's implied mm-hmm. um it's a really great movie <laughs> okay but i compared her like <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> i compared her demeanor with yeah. like meryl streep in oh sorry not meryl streep sorry glenn close i said meryl streep glenn close okay. i compared um her reaction to like on clothes of like i won't be ignored damn i love you come here i love you i love you so much but like it's like i'm like this is manipulation at its finest yeah i was not expecting that from her i'm like oh okay yeah all right there's always one in the group there always is and i'm like i'm starting to wonder is it the men were the issue in your relationship's ending, or is it because you literally cuckoo bananas? Is is that maybe the reason? And men got scared and ran. Yeah, because I, I I would if someone was like that with me, like whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's triggered from something, so it's definitely triggered by. Oh a man. yes, 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 yes. I think there's a reason why she's doing it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. Yeah, so she constantly needs that validation. Um, and he's he feels like she is really questioning questioning him about his feelings for her, mm-hmm. even though he has constantly validated her, nonstop validated her. And he's like, you know, I told you how I feel, and like, what more do you want? And She's like, I just felt uncomfy. <laughs> so deal with it. Like yeah. Her demeanor completely changes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I told you I'm not comfy. So fucking deal with it. Like her mm-hmm. eyes were like, whoa. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. That's all I can say now is whoa. Um, and he says to her, you're being unfair. And she, this is again where she reaches for him again. She's like, do you love me? And I'm just like, I'm like, honestly, I don't like Jimmy, but I think Jimmy needs to save himself. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he's like, yes. And we kind of end this off where she's like, um, are you sure? Like the validation is constant with her. Yeah. And it's not going to, it's not going to stop. No. But let's go into what we are expecting for the next three episodes, which you may or may not be already seeing by the time I actually get this episode out. But she, we see Jeremy is pretty much over at this point. And now he literally says he wants to meet Sarah Ann. And he says that to, who, he said that to someone else. I don't, one of the other women, I can't remember who it was he said it to, but he said it to one of the other women. Mm-hmm. That he wants to meet Sarah Ann now. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking great. Um, I don't think we talked about Sarah Ann too much, actually. What are your thoughts and feelings about Sarah Ann? I don't like her. <laughs> I, I don't like her either. I don't uh, like her either. Cringe, cringe, conservative, and a patriot. And I was like, yep, nope, sorry. Cannot fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, like, I understand what she's trying to say to a degree where she's trying to say, like, abortion should not be used as a form of birth control. Yeah. And I think really and truly the only place I come from that is, is you're taking away resources for people who really fucking need it for whatever fucking reason that is. There are other ways of of birth control. But then again, on the other side of it, there are people who really truly like don't know or miss the mark of getting plan B or not realizing they were pregnant or whatever the case may be yeah. and are still able to get an abortion. And, you know, in that sense, too, you should be able to have that resource and be like, I didn't fucking know, but now I need to do something about it. So this is what I'm going to do about it. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to have that, too. So for someone to kind of come forth and kind of be like, it's not a form of birth control or, you know, whatever, kind of basically saying she's a Republican, let's be real here. I'm like, but it's Republicans that have stolen your rights away. Yeah, it's the white man that has taken your rights away from having the option to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. She is very big on saying, you know, if you're a rape victim or whatever the case may be, like, yeah, you should have that. But there are people who medically actually need to have an abortion. Yeah. Is that then her idea of a form of birth control too? Because medically speaking, they need to have an abortion for whatever reason that is. Like, I don't know where her lines cross or whatever the case may be. But in this day and age, like, I think this is a conversation that obviously needs to be had. But at this day and age where rights have been stolen from women and what they need to do in order to get what they need. Mm-hmm. maybe you need to keep your views to yourself mm-hmm. you know that's an option yeah i kind of liked his response of i'm a man so i shouldn't really have a say yeah <laughs> so i mean that's maybe the best the best way to go about it but also the issue i had with sarah ann was not so much about sarah ann but the connection with sarah ann and between her and, Je- and jeremy was he literally says to you, my physical connection to your sexual tension that I have towards you is stronger than the emotional connection I have towards you. 
Mm. And she still thought she was going to get the man at the end. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) I, I don't get how you thought that, but okay. Yeah. Um, but she was a good sport about even being rejected though. She's like, she was, she was, she handled it well. Yeah, she Um, did. Which I liked. Yeah. Kenneth is apparently changing according to Brittany. Like he's Mm -hmm. not the same person that he was because my girl, all men change a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's trying to put his best foot forward. Like, but, I, and, but I'm also wondering, like, is something bugging him? Like, did, you know what I'm saying? Is he thinking? Maybe something has happened, too, that we haven't seen. Yeah. That is also maybe causing that change. Mm-hmm. We don't know that yet. But, um, and apparently Clay is kind of also changing. But I'm like, no, Clay's not changing. Clay's just going back to what he was. Yeah. He's just like, fuck this shit. I'm going back. Yeah. Um, Jeremy does meet Sarah-Anne, and apparently he talked to her until five o'clock in the morning. Like, he hung back and talked to her until five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What the fuck? And he he was just like, yeah. Yeah, what's the problem? That's a crazy reaction. And with that, too, um, we also see that Jimmy is talking to Jessica where he tells her, you're still my number one. Yeah, which is stupid. What the fuck? And which then, is a lie. But then with that, we also see Chelsea is talking with Trevor, and she's saying that she still loves him. She's so smitten. She's, oh yeah, because she's, he's exactly the type that she would go for. Yeah. And then... But then we also then see Chelsea and Jimmy and Chelsea accusing Jimmy of having sex with Jessica. Yeah. Do you think he did? Better yet, do you think that Jessica would have had sex with Jimmy? That's that's what that's I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, did, would Jessica even do that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. When you're a mom, like you yeah. take things so different. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you've got like this. Yeah, and this 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 experiment leads to unprecedented actions. So exactly, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah, but I also would be surprised if she did. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, this, yeah, if that makes sense. I I'm like on the same boat as you. Yeah, but that's basically the end of the episode so now we're going to do predictions so i have the list of couples i did my prediction before we entered the sixth episode yeah so these are pretty you know this isn't as clouded with my thoughts and views of the sixth episode but i still think it's pretty on par so johnny and amy we haven't really talked much about them but what do you think about their chances of getting married at the end of the you know I feel like a lot of times, like the first couple, the unproblematic couples, you always have high expectations for them and it mm-hmm. either like prevails or it completely blows up in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to say it's not going to happen. Really? Yeah. I think you got, I think you're tainted from uh, I last season. I'm tainted by many seasons. <laughs> the usually the first couple usually has made it. I think last season was the first time it, just, it blew up no. as badly as it did. I think there's My only mom. two. Yeah, there's only two seasons. I think the first couple okay. ended up together. 
Okay. Which is obviously the number one, the golden couple, Cameron. And Lauren. And then. And then the. Alexa and. And yeah. uh, what's his face was the other one. Ugh. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, for me, I mm-hmm. said yes. I think they're going to make it. Okay. I hope, I hope so. Okay. Brittany and Kenneth, what do you think? The, I want to say they do, but then I want to say they don't. I'm going to say they don't. I'm kind of in the same place with you. I think like if they can properly prepare themselves, they're great. They're going to make it. But I don't yeah. think, I think he is a little more prepared than she is. Yeah. But like I mentioned with the comment that she made about, I don't see color. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work mm-hmm. because you do need to be aware of you are date, you are marrying or in or and or married to a black man yeah and all the trials and tribulations that come with that yeah and then you're also going to be potentially having interracial children yeah and all the trials and tribulations that come with that yeah which you you are going to deal with these children who are going to be like i'm and it sucks that in this day and age that this is still a thing but it is where i'm yeah, not white enough America. and i'm not black enough yeah to fit in the lights like of the box her like her experience of being a teacher really does i hope it does help I hope, her i hope so but i'm not, not confident position. yeah based on what she has said so. and um i think also kenneth is kenneth is really gonna value opinions of the people in his circle i think so i and, think so because he's also still really young they're both very young yeah. So I think like they are going, they're still in this place where my friends or family's opinions really do matter. Mm-hmm. Where maybe as you get older, it's like, yeah, your opinion matters, but I'm still going to do what I need to do because at the end of the day, my happiness is my happiness. And I know things that you don't know. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, client AD. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'll be shocked if they do. I'll be shocked if they do too. Yeah. Jimmy and Chelsea. No, no. absolutely not. Absolutely not. They're not going to make it. Yeah. Jeremy and Laura. See, I would have been on and off, but like, I really hope Laura has better self-respect. And the second uh, Jeremy gave attention to Sarah Ann, she better just be like, okay, F you. Yeah. Initially, I wrote yes. I thought yeah. they would until this episode. And I'm like, oh, so you're mm-hmm. immediately just going to go back over to Sarah Ann? Yeah. No, I don't think that's going to work. I hope. I think Laura does have a lot of self-respect and mm-hmm. she's not going to put up with that shit. So I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But that is the episode. I am... I'm going to write these down too, because I think like I'm going to hold on to yours and we'll kind of figure it out. Cause I think you'll be on the wedding episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can see how this goes, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> Do you think anyone's going to leave before the altar? I think Jeremy and Laura mm-hmm. and Jimmy and Chelsea. I think I could see them both not making it to the altar okay i think, think i i only see it with uh laura and jeremy the reason i say jimmy and chelsea too is because of the things they're saying to each other 
yeah. um, not to, to each other as well as what they end up saying to Jessica and Trevor. Mm-hmm. And then also her accusing him of having sex with, with Jessica. Yeah. That's a big thing to accuse someone of. Yeah. That you may not be able to come back from. Yeah. So if you like what you heard, please share us with everyone in your life. Please also rate and review that helps our growth, which you can do at either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps. So make sure you hit follow, subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss a single episode. You can connect with us by going to either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Times 2. You can also go to Twitter, TikTok, Reddit at Reality Times 2 Pod. And you can email us by going to Reality Times 2 on Outmail. Com. Don't forget we have our website, which is at solo.to forward slash reality times two. And also, don't forget I have my other podcast with my friend Mikkel called The Next Take Podcast, where we talk about, well, just about everything over there. We're on every one of your favorite podcast apps over there as well. But you can get access to any links, any socials, anything like that by going to our website, which is solo.to forward slash next take podcast. Um, and you also can go to YouTube, which is next take podcast as well. But of course, all of these links will be in the show notes, but that is it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.